Hey, this is Adam Torres, and I'm here to tell you that it has never been easier to start your very own podcast. At Mission Matters, our goal is to amplify stories that matter. That means we want to help you start your podcast because your story matters. We can do this in three different ways. One, join our podcast school and take a free or paid course. Two, visit our resources page where we've already figured out what you need, such as where to host your podcast. Or three, heck, we can even do everything for you through our podcast agency, including editing for cheaper than you can do in-house. Oh, and no contracts, services month to month. Get started by heading over to missionmatters.com and click on Start a Podcast. All right, now let's get into the show. Hey, I'd like to welcome you to another episode of the Mission Matters Money Podcast, your source for all things money. My name is Adam Torres. You can follow me on Instagram at Ask Adam Torres to keep up with my book releases, book tour schedule, signings, all that other good stuff. Always love to connect with you there. And as always, if you'd like to apply to become a co-author of one of my upcoming books, just head on over to the website, missionmatters.com, and click on Become an Author to Apply. All right, I'd like to um, get into today's episode, and I'm excited to go into this. So today I have Nicholas Hendrickson on the line. He's CEO and founder over at Clutch. Nick? Welcome to the show. Good morning. Thanks for having me. Oh, man. So uh, I'm excited to get today's topic. So we're going to talk about refinancing your car. And I, I just to be up front, I don't think, I mean, I'm going on 3,000 episodes, and this might be the first time I'm bringing a business like this on The Money Show. So I'm excited to get this out to my audience. Um, but before we do that, um, tell us a little bit more about the company. So tell us a little bit more about Clutch, please. Sure. So, yeah, we, as you said, we refinance auto loans, and exactly as you said, People don't actually know they can refinance their auto loans. And to, to make a comparison, in 2019, 50% of the funded mortgage applications were refinances, yet less than 5% of the auto loan applications were refinances. So people don't know they can do it. They can save thousands of dollars. And uh, we want to make this a really convenient and easy online process. Wow, that that's amazing, and uh, I think that I think that we um, we don't we don't need to beat around the bush on this one. I want to just go further into it. So, refinancing your vehicle or your car, why don't I mean why don't people know this exists? Like, tell me more about this market. Yeah, okay, this is an interesting one. So, to go to the market, let me tell you a one minute background about myself. I started a company after graduating from Stanford Business School in thirteen two thousand thirteen, and we were selling used cars online. So we were an online used car dealership ended up selling the company to Carvana in 2017. And so what we found when we ran our own company is that 79% of people who need financing for their auto get it at the dealership. But then that's kind of weird because the dealership is really good at selling cars. Is the dealership really the right person to give you a loan on your car? And so the answer is no, because the, the dealership gets a referral fee for every loan they refer. And so what the dealer cares about is to get the highest referral fee and not to put you in the loan with the lowest interest rate. And so that's basically where the journey begins of lowering your car, main, uh, car payments through refinancing. Wow. So it's, um, I mean, my words, not yours. It's basically people just don't know. Like they, because they the way the system's set up, when you go in there, you're assuming, and uh, we know what happens when you do that, but we, you're assuming, oh, of course they, they have your best interest because you're thinking, oh, well, they want to like sell you the car. So of course they're going to try and get you the best. But in reality, they're going to make money in the back end. They're going to, and, and I'm not going to stereotype and say every dealer does it, but it's kind of hard to think that, okay, they're going to be like, all right, let me shop for the best one. No, I'm going to leave that referral fee on the table. Let me just, let me give them that better rate, right? <laughs> That's not always what happens. That's not the way it works, Nick. That's not the way it works. 
It happens for people with exceptional credit. So if you have, mm-hmm. if your credit score is above 700, you know what your rate should be. Like there's no mm-hmm. surprise. And if the dealership tells you it's six, seven, eight percent, you'd be like, no, I know my credit union gives me two percent. So for people with exceptional credit, um, they usually don't overpay on their auto loans. Mm-hmm. It's people who have challenged credit, people who mm-hmm. have below 700, people who had had slipped in credit because of medical bills or divorce or lost their job and used to have really good credit and then slipped down to lower credit. And so then they have to accept higher rates because of the current situation of their credit score. Um, and that's where the market is just not transparent at all. And then there's actually a second effect. So A, you're a little bit marked up when you get the loan at the dealership to begin with. So you could refinance on day one, it would save money. But if you make your payments for 6, 12, or 18 months, your credit score recovers. So you improve your credit, credit, you migrate to a better credit tier, but you're still stuck in the loan that you got when you had challenge credit. And so that second driver, you improving your credit, is actually the bigger reason why you should refinance your auto loan. So, Nick, um, and I don't, I don't want percentages or anything like that, but I would like percentage difference. And what I mean by that is because percentages are going to change. And I know that this, uh, that yeah. depending on what somebody listens, this, they might listen to it in six months, they might listen to it in a year, they might listen to it and whenever. But that being said, yeah. what are the differences in percentages that you've seen in your experience where you're like, oh, I was able to take this client from, from this percent to this percent? Like, what kind of percentage difference? Is it like, are we talking like a quarter? of a percent or like I mean I don't I'm just trying to get an idea of what that difference could look like for some yeah so a quarter of a percent is a lot on a mortgage but mm-hmm. once I'll tell you what the differences would be in an auto loan you'd be surprised so that, that first of all the highest rate somebody can charge for an auto loan in the US is 29 percent so wait a minute say that again hold on say that again yeah. 29 yeah, as credit. in like APR like a credit card <laughs> like if yeah. 29 percent that's as bad as it gets. People don't understand. And then in that wow. segment, people also usually don't talk about percent. They talk about, so what's my monthly payment? Because they, they have a certain budget and need to, need to stay within that budget. Um, so so yeah, at 29%, percent, you're, you, you might be able to afford your monthly payment, but if they drag that, like, the years out for the payment, I mean, you could be paying this thing off forever. Yeah, you, and that's what ends up happening. In fact, what happens oh. when, so 29 is the highest. If, let's assume mm-hmm. you have... 550 credit score, you had a, you missed payments, you had a, like an emergency and you just slipped down there. That can happen to everyone. At mm-hmm. 550 credit score, your interest rate is easily 20% in your auto loan, 18 to 20%. And then you make 18 payments, 12, 18 payments, and you move from 550 to 650 and your credit score, should, uh, your interest rate, your APR should be closer to 10, 11, 12% at that point. Still very high, but there's a huge difference between paying 20% and paying 10, 11, 12%. And so if we assume, let's just do some math, average car value is, let's use a lower price one, $10,000, and you just cut down your interest rate by eight percentage points, that's $800 in savings every year. And then an average wow. car value is three, four, five years at that point, so it's thousands of dollars you can save. Wow, that's unbelievable. And I get it. And I see the math and I understand. And you're right. If you're just, if you're not watching those numbers and if, if you're, if you don't, maybe like you said, you slipped on credit and, and you didn't have the best going in, but now you've made those payments. You've done what you were supposed to do. Um, now you can refinance and, and catch a break. Oh, that's awesome. Sure. And then I don't, sure. I don't know if I'm right on this, but I'm, but you correct me if I'm wrong. Um, if, if, 
I'm just thinking out loud. If somebody does refinance it, I think that it shows up this way for many times for mortgages. Does it show up as a paid as a paid thing on their on their credit report, like a paid off uh, loan? Because they're gonna you're gonna get a new loan, right? Good question. So you 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 exit the first loan, you get a new one at a lower rate, and your terms you can either choose the same term or you can stretch it out and then lower your monthly payment by just extending the term again, and that gives you more more room to breathe. Your first loan will show it as show as paid off, and then you have a mm-hmm. new car loan, just as you said. Which is a good thing for your credit. You have a paid off loan, and now you have um, your debt to income ratio has now has now improved also because you have a lower payment exactly. for your month to month, and 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 possibly, and I hope if you were if you're still in that credit situation, you take those extra funds and maybe pay down some other stuff instead of paying away an interest. Yeah. Yeah, it becomes a virtuous cycle at that point, and that's why it's so important to me. As like, it's the mission for the companies to help people get out of uh, challenged credit because people don't usually get a lot of help. It all it all started when I'm from Germany originally. When I moved to the US and first wanted a car loan, I wanted to lease a little Fiat 500, the, the electric version of it, and the lease would have been eighty nine dollars a month. And then Chris, my business partner, and I, we went to the dealership. He was done in five minutes, eighty nine dollars a month. When it was my turn. The financing manager told me, well, you don't have a lot of credit and it's very thin and you haven't built it yet. So your monthly payment will be $1,200. Wait a minute. $89 (laughs) for him, $1,200 for me? It's like, yeah, you don't have good credit. And so Chris, my co-founder, he co-signed for me. I made literally six payments of $89. And then I, for fun, since I was in the space, submitted a credit application. And all of a sudden, I qualified for up to $100,000 at 1.99%. So it can happen really quickly. You just need to be disciplined and make your payments. Wow, what a story. So um, that's great. And I love that you started this business and I love what you're doing to help people. So that being said, Nick, if somebody is listening to this and they want more information on Clutch, what's the best way for them to connect and to reach out to you and your team? Yeah, there's two ways. Obviously, the website is withclutch.com. Or just connect with me directly on LinkedIn. I, I love meeting people, connecting with people, learning feedback is a gift. So I'll ask you for a lot of feedback. I want to learn. Um, and so I look forward to connecting with a lot of your people and, and your audience. Awesome. Well, Nick, definitely great having you on the show today. Um, love what you're doing again with Clutch. So keep up the great work there. And to the audience, as always, thank you for tuning in. Hope you got a lot of value out of this. If you did, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast, leave me a review on the Apple iTunes store. And if you're watching this on our YouTube channel, uh, Mission Matters Money, definitely give us a subscribe there, but also um, leave us some comments in the video. Love to know what kind of projects and things that you're working on. And Nick, thanks again for coming on the show. Thanks for having me. This was fun.